This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, a bill to make sure all federal employees get the benefit of paid family leave is introduced in the House. Members of Congress are okay with VA delaying the rollout of its electronic health record, but they want to be kept in the loop more. And given the Me Too era, the AFGE does not think it's a wise time to cut staff at the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. A bill to ensure all federal employees are covered under the new paid parental leave law now has a House companion. House Oversight and Reform Committee Chairwoman Carolyn Maloney and West Virginia Republican Carol Miller introduced the Federal Employee Parental Leave Technical Correction Act. The bill specifically covers the Federal Aviation Administration, non-screener personnel at the Transportation Security Administration, White House employees, and workers at the District of Columbia Courts and Public Defender Services. It also ensures coverage for the Veterans Health Administration. Another bipartisan pair from the House Oversight and Reform Committee have introduced a bill to boost the work of the General Services Administration's Center of Excellence Initiative. The Modernization Centers of Excellence Program Act from Congressman Ro Khanna and Mark Meadows would help agencies adopt cloud services, modernize their contract centers, and overhaul their data management efforts. The bill would also help agencies share best practices standing up Centers of Excellence. A sixth agency signs up for help from GSA Center of Excellence office. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with more. The Labor Department is following in the Defense Department's footsteps and seeking help from GSA's experts in artificial intelligence. Labor is asking GSA's AI Center of Excellence office to help it modernize acquisition capabilities using robotics process automation. GSA launched the AI COE in 2019 to work with DOD's Joint AI Center. Labor joins the Departments of Agriculture, Defense, and Housing and Urban Development, OPM, and the Consumer Product Safety Commission in working with the COEs to modernize legacy systems and applications. I'm Jason Miller. A bill to strengthen the role of the agency chief financial officers has been introduced in the Senate. Senate Budget Committee Chair Mike Enzi's bill would update the 30-year-old CFO Act to standardize the authorities of agency CFOs government-wide. It would also give acting chief financial officers more authority when their agency lacks a permanent officeholder. The bill would also require CFOs to develop performance metrics to include in government-wide and agency-level financial management plans and status reports. The House Veterans Affairs Committee says it wants more details about VA's decision to delay the initial rollout of the new electronic health record. VA Secretary Robert Wilkie's decision to delay the EHR rollout in Spokane, Washington, has bipartisan support, but lawmakers see the delay as a reason to ramp up their oversight of the project. A VA committee aide told Federal News Network the rollout could be delayed until April or May. The aide says developers were still building out the system as training was scheduled to begin for clinicians in Spokane. VA did not want staff training on an unfinished system. More money is being taken from the defense budget to build more sections of the president's border wall. The Pentagon said yesterday it's using its reprogramming authorities to move $3.8 billion in funding from various weapons programs toward border construction. The move prompted bipartisan condemnation from the chairman and ranking member of the House Armed Services Committee who say the reprogramming ignores Congress's power of the purse. Another big legal setback for the Pentagon's Jedi cloud contract. 
Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has those details. A federal judge has ruled that DOD cannot move ahead with work it had planned to start today to start building the Jedi Cloud infrastructure. The Court of Federal Claims issued a preliminary injunction in response to a request from Amazon Web Services. AWS is suing the Pentagon, hoping to eventually overturn the Jedi Award to Microsoft. The work stoppage will stay in place until the lawsuit is decided one way or the other, but the injunction signals the judge believes the evidence so far leans in Amazon's favor. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The American Federation of Government Employees is bashing a White House proposal to cut $27 million and nearly 300 employees from the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. AFGE says EEOC employees are handling 200,000 inquiries and over 72,000 charges. The union says the president's proposed budget won't keep up with demand during the Me Too era. If it was up to these people, a nominee for second-in-command at the EPA would already be confirmed. Federal News Network's Tom Temin has more. President Trump has nominated a longtime environmental official as EPA's deputy administrator. Doug Benevento joined the agency in 2017 as Region 8 administrator, arriving from Colorado. There, he was executive director of its Department of Public Health and Environment. He's currently associate deputy EPA administrator. The agency accompanied its announcement with short testimonies from 17 state and federal officials, but only two are senators who get to actually vote on Benevento's nomination. I'm Tom Temin. And the National Institute of Standards and Technology is laying out 24 cases for how companies from across different sectors protect their technology supply chains. Over the last year, NIST interviewed companies ranging from consumer electronics to consumer goods to the Mayo Clinic. The goal is to highlight trends, correlations, and other findings so agencies and companies can improve their cyber supply chain risk management programs. This is the second time NIST conducted interviews about supply chain, building upon its efforts in 2015. Comments on the case studies are due March 4th. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 